Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. A man's character is his fate. Heraclitus. Fun fact about me, I am a huge comic book fanatic. Everyone has their favorite superhero. I personally really like Spider-Man, partly because he had to learn what it meant to be a superhero kind of by himself. But today I wanted to talk about one of the most popular heroes around, and that is... Superman. And there have been many iterations to this character, but I wanted to talk about Zack Snyder's Man of Steel version. And the reason for today's episode is because it can sometimes feel like we need to go back to 2,000 years to get a clear and thought-provoking wisdom uh, of philosophy as told by Marcus Aurelius or Seneca, Plato, etc. But as a Stoic philosopher, we should realize that there is wisdom everywhere. In fact, the Stoics constantly say that wisdom, the virtue, is only as powerful a tool if you know how to seek it, how to dissect what is in front of us and then apply it. The thing is, in today's world, there is far more wisdom than we can ever imagine. And after realizing, you know, after watching Man of Steel, like, three or four times, I realized why I like it. It's because of its use of morality. So let's break down some of the main philosophical points that I noticed. Clark Kent, aka Cal-El, aka Superman, is an alien who is essentially represented as a god in many moments of the movie. Something so ideal, so perfect, it's nearly too much for Clark to handle, and It is within the discussions with both of his fathers that he, you know, feels that it's necessary to be something good for humanity, to be a protector without control over them. See, Superman, basically being a god, he allows humans to choose their freedom. I know that sounds really weird to say, but in a a sense, he, he chooses to allow humans to have their freedom. See, because this is important because on Krypton, Kryptonians are born predestined to fulfill a purpose in society. Kal-El was the first natural birth, one of whom can make his own choice in his life. This is why the epic battle between Zod and Superman was so intense. Superman could not reason with Zod because... He was destined to protect and serve Krypton. So without it, he would at least avenge it. Which, if he died trying, would still serve his purpose. But how did Superman come to the decision of being good for humanity? An ideal for humanity to strive for? Well, for starters, his human father, who essentially taught Clark to hold back until he was ready to protect humanity... This could also be seen as his parents teaching him to deny his nature. I'd argue that some things require time, 
much like a child becoming a man. We don't allow adult decisions so quickly when we raise our children, for example. If they are, you know, even if they're capable of, of doing so, in, in this case, he's capable of at least learning some of his superpowers. And in this iteration, he had to essentially suppress it all. And if you notice in one of the scenes, he is getting bullied by a group of boys. And there is a glimpse of a book that he is reading, and it's called Plato's Republic. The Man of Steel, shaped by philosophy. <laughs> his father telling him, you know, while he was being bullied, or after he was being bullied, if you hit that kid, what, you know, would you have felt any better? And he goes on to say, your character is built today by the actions you choose today. And the choices you make will change the world. So you got to decide what kind of man you want to be, essentially, is what he told uh, Clark. But Superman as a character is a benevolent hero. He refuses to kill. But in Man of Steel, he is forced to kill. A bold choice by Zack Snyder. But I think this is an excellent take on the character. As a hero, I mean, of his magnitude, is it morally wrong to kill someone for the greater good? I know a lot of comic book fans got really angry over that, you know, decision made by Zack Snyder. But with what Zod was doing, it's completely justifiable, no? And given his purpose was to protect and avenge Krypton, he wouldn't stop. Could he have reasoned with him? Well, no, his nature was already predetermined. He was destined to serve and protect something that was lost. So in his dying moments, all he knew to do that was left was to avenge Krypton. Many would argue his death was necessary to protect the world. It was down to him or Superman. One of them would die. Even Zod himself said it before they actually started going um, toe-to-toe. There was no other ending, essentially. Some people would say they that it tarnishes the character, you know, and because he's supposed to represent the highest of moralities. But morality is also determined by the tough decisions we have to make. So then I ask again, is it morally wrong to kill if for the greater good? Well, let's take a look at how it's defined first. We have to remember that the definition has changed and new words have been added to define more specific things or actions. For example, is there a difference between killing and murder? Well, killing is defined as taking any life, human or animal, taking a human life deliberately or by accident, taking a human life legally or illegally, morally or immorally while murder is defined as the illegal or immoral taking of a human life. This is why we say, I killed a mosquito, not I murdered a mosquito. Or that the worker was accidentally killed while on the job, not the worker was accidentally murdered. That's, that's not how you would use those terms in reality. The reason I bring this up is because in Man of Steel, there was a lot of religious tones you know, in the film. That's why I bring up, um, you know, what I'm, what I'm going to bring up is in the Bible, thou shalt not kill, right? That's why there's that connection that I'm bringing together, the, the sixth commandment. The thing is, when the Bible was translated, 
Everybody kind of cites the King James Version and it says thou shalt not kill. And everybody continuously uses and cites only this version of the Bible. But interestingly, this was not the original translation of this commandment. Since at the time of the translation, <clears throat> the Hebrew words for kill and murder were synonymous when translated to English. And going off of those religious tones, we can actually understand that if the Bible's real interpretation was actually, thou shalt not murder, well, we'd have a better understanding that killing in self-defense is not morally wrong. Killing Zod was for the greater good. It was morally justified. The Stoics understood war. Many killings would take place. Killing as a capital punishment was a regular thing especially people who murdered others. We have to understand the nature of mankind, which is that we are capable of true evil. If we understand that we are capable, we must understand that while part of our nature, it will not you know, serve and benefit all people. Therefore, murderers should be killed. And that's how the Stokes kind of lived their life in the Roman times nearly 2,000 years ago. It's a very regular thing that happened. So, quick question. Is Superman a Stoic? <laughs> well, no, I, I would disagree personally. I think the best iteration of a Stoic Superman would be in the Justice League Gods vs. Monsters. And in this iteration, he crash lands in uh, from Krypton to Mexico. Super interesting. Basically, a Mexican Superman. <laughs> um, he's raised by a Mexican family, growing up struggling, understanding pain and suffering on a different level than the Clark iteration, which, uh, you know, Clark was raised in Kansas, who was bullied, and then his father passed, which shaped his life and whatnot. This Mexican version, so to speak, new struggle, not just on a personal level, but on a government and economic level. He accepts his nature from the beginning. He had no alter ego. He was just Superman. He also chose to protect based on his version of justice, which I found very interesting because there's a moment where he is arguing with Lois uh, over some technology that he took from the government, which didn't belong to the government. It belonged to Krypton. Therefore, he um, felt it needed to belong to him. He states, I was raised by humble people. If I deliver justice with a heavy hand, it's because I've been on the receiving end. In this moment, I realized how important justice was because this character realizes that justice sometimes does not look pretty. But it's balanced between what is good and what is right. There is another scene with Brainiac where he basically lasers this little kid's brain. In this version, he's a Brainiac's a child and basically destroying him, destroying the city, basically. And so he essentially kills Brainiac even after he's begging for help because he can't control his powers. And in that killing, the citizens grew very angry with Superman because then they questioned him. Well, will you kill us? Is there a limit to what you would do? But to him, it was necessary as there was no way to contain him. Superman understood this 
and he had to make that tough decision. There is a lot of wisdom to be dissected in modern day comic book heroes, and I think we can learn a lot from how they are portrayed. They teach good ideals and their respective tough decisions that, that are made. While those decisions we wouldn't make because we are mortals, <laughs> uh, but they still capture the emotion of those actions and their consequences. And as a Stoic, we should be open to seeing wisdom in everything. It's out there. And the best part is, as modern Stoics, we can create our own interpretations using the four virtues that best apply to an evolving world. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help out the show. If you would like to check out some Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I wish you well, fellow Stoics, on the path to sagehood.